today, I've just called this, God, I want this type of faith. <laughs> I, I, I read the Hebrews scripture there and I go, wow, that's so inspiring. All of these people were able to do so many wonderful things all because they had God's faith. Faith in God, that God would stand by them and, and be there in all their situations. And then they came out victorious. Now, you know, for years, though, I believed... Well, first of all, how many of you have ever heard wrong theology? Any ideas? Anybody? No, nobody. You've all got good theology. You've only ever heard good theology. Well, I've certainly heard some really bad theology, and if you're not willing to admit to it, that's fine. But some horrible things can go around in churches, and they can lead us really literally up the garden path, and we can get totally sidetracked from the things that we're meant to know about God. And faith can be one of those. I used to believe that if I had enough faith, everything would go right in my life. I'd never have any problems. Everything would be fine. That I would have um, perfect health, uh, that I would have perfect finances, everything would be provided for, um, and in abundance, mind you, and um, fi financially, did I say financially, health, everything, anyhow. If I missed one, but I, I, it was in every single area of my life, I used to believe that. But that didn't last too long. <laughs> a few of you are laughing. And guess why? Because things go wrong in our life. But when the first things started to go wrong in my life, I went back to God and went, well, I don't have enough faith. God, give me more faith. I need more faith. If only I had more faith, then everything would go right again. And it was a little bit of a, bit of a treadmill, I guess. I was on this treadmill trying to get more faith to have everything go right. More faith, more faith, more faith. But it still didn't, things still didn't go always right. But I didn't know how to get more faith. All I could do was ask God for more faith, and the more faith didn't seem to come. The Bible tells us we've all been given a measure of faith. I don't know if that means that we can increase our faith or not, but we've got a measure of faith that we need to deal with. So finally, though, actually, I'm going to tell you a story first before I go any further. Um, probably about 15 years ago, in one of the churches that I was a minister in, we had a, a lovely couple I'm going to change the lady's name because I don't think it's particularly appropriate that I say her name, although I'm sure she probably wouldn't mind anyhow. She was a powerful woman of faith. She inspired all of us that were in there, and myself being you know, a relatively young minister at that time, she inspired me. She would pray at the drop of a hat. She was in every prayer group you could possibly imagine. And she also prayed for a whole other ministry that uh, was an international ministry travelling all over the place, of course. It was international. And she was part of that team. Actually, she had that, headed that team up. And then she had something that was just bugging her. And it was a new, like a neuralgia. I don't know if some of you might have had neuralgia. And this neuralgia was, really gave her grief down the side of her face. So she went to a doctor and uh, got some advice. And the, the doctor said that we can operate and hopefully put a little balloon thing in there and it will stop the pain. And she thought, well, that sounds like a really good idea. So she went along and she went through the whole process of having this operation. 
but she really was never the same ever again. They operated, and this there was a lot of, you know, the, they ended up, her and her husband ended up suing, well, the husband ended up suing, but Jean, that's not her real name, um, was unable to speak. She was in a coma for quite some time after the operation, and she was in a wheelchair, and she's still in a wheelchair now, with only able to speak minimally, communicate. Now, that rocked our faith. Here's this mighty woman who has, seems to have everything going for her and so much confidence and trust and faith in God. Why would God do that to her? Now she can't pray, at least out loud. Her mind was not functioning properly even for her to be able to, to work things out, to even think clearly. The doctor had gone in for some reason into the wrong place and he'd gone in at the back here, they'd shaved her head, he'd gone into the back here and, and given her brain damage. No one seems to know why, what happened, you know, obviously it was just one of those things. So how do we deal with things that happen like that? You may have seen things in your life where things are just, how do you deal with it? We were rocked. I can remember going to the hospital and doing communion with, with her and some other people from the church. And, and But just, I didn't know how to give people their confidence and their faith back because their faith was shot to pieces, the other's faith, let alone hers and her husband's. So from there on in, I guess it was one of the big hiccups for me in, in that, my faith walk. I realised that it's not always going to be smooth sailing. I didn't have a real answer as to why that happened, and I still don't, but it happened. So how do we deal with it? How do we have faith? when our faith is crushed? How do we have confidence that God is going to look after us when we look around and it doesn't seem as if God is looking after us? I don't know if you noticed in that scripture, but in that scripture there's some other stuff. If, sure, first of all, it talks about all of these mighty people of faith. Abraham had faith and was the you know, founder of a nation. And, and Sarah had faith that she was going to have a baby in her old age. And, and you know, other people had faith. Let's just have a look. But when we go further down, and Isaac and Jacob, and they all did wonderful things. And all of these people did fantastic things. Further down in verse 35, because it's a fairly long scripture, we start to read some different things. First of all, we say it, we, women received back their dead, raised to life again. Well, yes, but then it comes. Others were tortured and refused to be released so that they might gain a better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging, while still others were chained and put in prison. They were stoned, they were sawed in two, they were put to death by the sword. 
These are people of faith. We're reading this famous part of our Bible, Hebrews 11, that is supposed to be these strong people of faith. That's the scripture here. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, no money, persecuted and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains and in caves and holes in the ground. But they were all commended for their faith. So what is this faith? How can you have faith no matter what's going on in your life? How can you? And again, because I had to preach on this, it all came up again for me, all this stuff. And that, love, that lovely lady, her, her situation came up. And when I went to God and said, well, what is it? What's this secret? What's hidden in here? There's got to be a, some sort of secret hidden in the scripture that I'm not seeing. What is it? What is there? I want faith that can go through anything. Yes, yeah, sure, I want mountain-moving faith. I want to have so much confidence in you, God, that no matter what happens in my life, I am able to somehow overcome, persevere, put up with it, whatever it might be, enjoy it even. And God, it was actually, it didn't come till last night. I was, I was a bit on the edge, mind you. Last night it came. I went to, and this morning was the, was the finality of it. I went to bed going, God, I've got to get an answer here. <laughs> I'm preaching this tomorrow morning. What's going on? What is it? There's this, where's this secret? I know it's there. I know it's there. God told me this, the scripture before I went to sleep, and then when I woke up this morning, the revelation of it was there. What's that, Carol? Praise God. And the scripture was this. See if I can get to it for you. Faith, I'll, I'll actually paraphrase it. Faith comes from hearing the word of God. It's in Hebrews as well. Faith comes, it's Hebrews, Hebrews 3, I think, 11.3. Faith comes from, no, it's not, doesn't matter anyhow. Faith comes from hearing the word of God. Okay. So you're probably still with me where I was last night. All right, okay, faith comes from hearing the word of God. All right, this is resounding and going round and round in my head. What do you mean, God? What, how, if I can get that faith, I hear, I hear your scripture, I read your scripture, I hear you. How can I have this more faith? Okay, faith comes from hearing. That word faith there in the, in the Jewish New Testament is usually called trust. So you have that trust in God. From hearing the word of God. I was missing what the word word was. Because the word there is a rhema word. And I don't know if you understand what a rhema word is. There are two basic words in the Greek for the word word. One is a logos word. Logos meaning this sort of thing, you know, spoken type of word. And a rhema word is an inspirational word that comes from the Spirit of God. And what this was telling me, 
Faith comes from hearing the word. It was a rhema word. So the faith for these people was coming directly to them at the time of their need. It wasn't necessarily there before, um, and it might not have been there after either. But when they needed it, when they were facing the situations of being sawn in two or, or being burned at the stake or, you know, flogged or tortured or whatever it was, those bad things, when we face, you know, financial problems, when we face our health problems, when we're facing situations in our families where we can't seem to be able to solve those things, then the rhema word of God is there to inform Fuse our spirit with God's spirit to give us that faith that's in Hebrews 11. So how does that come? That's only going to come if you go to God with everything that you've got, all that you are and build a relationship with God where you can actually hear God's Spirit speaking in your heart. Because unless you can do that, unless you can come at that time, that that difficult time, and be able to hear, in inverted commas, I'm not talking about our ears, But hear in your heart what God has for you specifically at that time, then you don't have that faith. And the Bible tells us that without faith, it's impossible to please God. So that's the faith God wants us to have. That's the faith, that's the key. It's about going to God at those times, especially the difficult times, and listening in your heart where the Holy Spirit resides for all of us who believe. Listening for God's rhema word, God's inspirational word that can give you peace in those times so that you can endure and you can persevere and you can push through. You may never understand it. I still don't understand what happened to that mighty woman of God. But I can accept it. And for the things that happen in my life now, when I go to God and I do that, I get a peace. That peace, again, these all the scriptures link, the peace that passes all understanding, that's the peace. That's our faith. That's your faith. That's my faith. Let's pray. God of faith, our heavenly parent, You care so much about us. You want us to have this strong faith. We ask now from the bottom of our hearts and the depths of our souls 
Help us to be able to come to you in those times when we so dearly need your spoken word, your rhema word, your inspirational word in our lives. Help us to open our hearts to be able to receive what you have to say to us because we know that when we do, you give us that peace, that peace that passes all understanding to help us endure. And those who are here today, Lord, who are going through situations that they may not have been able to understand or finding difficult to cope with, I pray right now with agreement from others in this congregation, this cloud of witnesses, that they especially be cared for today, that you speak directly into the hearts of those people, even as they may be sitting here, to give them your peace, your faith, your confidence, Lord. Strengthen them. Help them to endure and persevere. In your Son's name, Jesus. Amen.